We have a serious battle right here, the 502 fluid head versus the 500 fluid head. Who's gonna come out the victor? Stay tuned. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another Hero's Journey. I have my trusty 500 here. This is a great fluid head. It is a fixed drag, so I know all the haters are gonna drop their hate right now. But it has a nice medium fixed drag, and you know, I do need a, another fluid head. So right now I am shooting on another one of these right now with the A7S 3 The A7S 3 is on a little configuration of who knows what, but I have its potential replacement here as I got this, but I thought, you know what, maybe I do want some fluid drag. So here's the 502. So basically this is the 502 versus the 500. These are very similar fluid heads kind of on paper and at first glance but you have them in in person you can see one is bigger than the other the 502 is i would say it's to quote my mac uh studio and my studio display review this thing is a it's behemoth. a behemoth this guy right here that's going to be a new catchphrase of the show i guess this thing is a monster i mean look at this compared to this the 500 the holes the hole's pretty big. Uh, there we go. That was uh, the joke for the episode. The hole's pretty big, and then this hole is kind of small. And then also just the plates are, are different sizes. So the 500 has a plate that you slide in and out, which I'll tell you straight up, I don't like it compared to this plate. I'll show you in a sec. So this plate slides in and out like this, and it gets tightened by this thing on the right. Now we're gonna see if this is gonna interfere with the camera because on the Ravly, Ravioli, the Ravely, which the fluid head is right here, it had a similar device. The head right here, as you can see, yep, so you can see right here, it has a similar little thing that you turn. Now this thing sucks because the, the camera's on the tripod. Let's see when this is on here. See, that was on there. Now, you have to bounce the camera. When you bounce the camera, you know, you have it screwed in. So let's pretend this is screwed in. You know, screwed in, that's, that's hitting that. This is hitting this. So to avoid kind of doing that, you pull this to do it. That took me like years to figure out. I never, I never knew this was even a thing. Um, I felt kind of dumb when I figured it out, but it still sucks. You gotta pull and like turn it. So you're basically tightening, tightening the plate onto here. Let's see, watch, plate is loose. To tighten it, I go like this. With the camera that's too wide, it won't actually tighten. It'll be too, you know. See right there, it's barely missing it. Barely missing it. So if that was a little wider, you wouldn't be able to, to turn that. So you can't tighten it. So they make you go like this. You bring this out. And that's how you tighten it. See, so bring it out, you go around, and you can tighten it or loosen it. It sucks though, it really sucks. So this has a similar thing, as you can see. Slides on there, that goes in. And let's say it needs to be leveled right there. All right, you're already screwed. You know, already the camera's on there. Say it needed to go right here. I mean, you're already screwed. That's not screwing on. That's really funny. I guess it has to go way up here. 
as if even if it was back more, yeah, that sucks. And you can't, it can't go, this isn't gonna go around it. Another uh, little quirk is this head, the 502, it's made in China. Even though it's developed in Italy, it says made in China on it. The 500 is made in Italy still. This one's still made in Italy. And even as glancing at it, you can kind of see there's a little difference in the metal and like the color of the metal. It just seems nicer to me. It's also a little weird rattly thing back here that holds this, it like turns. And I don't know what's going on there. It like just turns and I don't know, is that, is that a, supposed to turn? This one doesn't turn. Oh, it does. But I don't know. It, that seems weird because it's, you would pull this thing and then if that's turning, oh, maybe it's supposed to. Maybe it's supposed to help you. I don't know. The 500 doesn't have any of that. It's a straight, like all, all the silicon and it's smaller. And it's actually really nice because it's, this thing you can just like use one finger too. And the medium setting is really nice. The 502, see we already have this issue. It's on the right side because this already has horrible kind of how you work it. You gotta go like this to lock it. The tilt, the pan you gotta go like this. Wow, that does suck. Oh my gosh, you can hurt yourself doing that. Wow. All right. Yeah, so it's the weirdest things ever. Oh wow. that. That's worse than I thought. <laughs> That's horrible. And there's there's the fluid drag control, but let's just get back to the, the point here. So I probably went into a little too much detail about sliding on plate, but you can also see this sliding plate, it's bigger than the 500, which isn't fun because the 500 is already a decent enough size. So you can see it's about, you know, one fifth bigger. It's actually the same width. So you can take the 502 plate, you can put it in here and it'll snap in and you can, you can tighten it. So you can use the 502 plate on the 500 head, but it doesn't seem you can use the 500 on the 502 cause it's just designed so differently. Well, you know what? You can, you can use both. So you can use both plates on both, it seems. It might not be as perfect with this one, but I just seem to do it, so. Now, now let's go to like what's so great about this 500. How you put this plate in and out, I'll show you. All you do is turn this part on the right. So you turn that, and this just pops out the left. This is great, because all you have to do is take it, plop it to the left, and then it, it, it kind of just pops in. And then you tighten it. Now you don't have to be that crazy when you drop this in. Lately I've been kind of just going like that. On, and then I'll tilt this back and then drop it in. And then you tighten this part. I like that a whole lot better than this slide in from the back nonsense. That sounded weird too. We have two, two for the episode so far. This slide from the back, you do this. And then there's some new thing actually with this guy. There's a little button right here. This is pish posh. You gotta press this little button to, to let it slide in. So you gotta go like that, press this button. Then it can slide through. 
it will catch, so we'll do that. So the camera won't fly off before you tighten it. They both do that, which is great. So you gotta press this button, then you slide it from the back, and then it goes in. And then it, it, that's on the camera. And then it goes in. This one's thicker. This one's a lot thicker than this one. You can see that, this. Again, let's look at the actual head. I mean, it's thicker. You look underneath, it's almost like, it's, it's funny. It looks actually very different. This has flat metal aluminum. You can see that flat under here and it's like pretty nice. And then this one, the 502, it looks like the Ravelli. The 502 is more like this. The, you know, obviously China tripod, it's just straight up like a block of aluminum, like engine. But it's it's probably just no, nothing special. I know there's different types of um, aluminum and some are better than the rest, but this one doesn't seem to me like it has as nice of a kind of coating and just make. The, the black part seems pretty similar to this. And the, the dials and such. The one made in Italy is just straight up better. Looks better, feels better. Like the metal's smoother. I'm hating, hating I haven't even used this one yet in real life. All right, again, these are some of the kind of semi-pro to pro more base model fluid heads, ranging from 150 to 250. There's fluid heads that are 300, 400, 5, 6, 1,000, 15,000. So they go all over the place. These just have a few of the little bells and whistles that are, I think, essential. The main being the fluid drag of a fluid head. This drag is resistant. So when everything's locked off, you know, it won't move. But this is opening the resistance and then the drag's enabled now. Now, this is just a medium drag, so when you tighten and, and untighten these knobs on the 500, you're not actually changing the fluidity. You can kind of mimic it, but it's not exactly the same as this, which has those controls, the 502. But I think the setting's actually pretty nice and it's one, you know, two less styles to mess with. And just the ergonomics of this is great. I'm a right-handed one, right-hander, so I have it in my right hand here. I can tight lock that off. Do the pan, you know, it's nice and easy. This one, it's all, all discombobulated. We got the lock on the right, you're tilting it. The right hand, you gotta lock it. All right, what do you go like that? Do you go like that? Or you just, and same with the pan lock. You're panning, lock it, going like this, I mean, I must hurt myself doing it the first time. It's a real, that's a stretch. We all have carpal tunnel already and now we're doing these weird little, now I like the 500, you just got the two little, very nice, it's less crazy. You know, you're taking a little ass camera, throwing it on this, this thing's bigger than this camera. <laughs> this is bigger than the GH1. This looks more like it belongs there. We're gonna throw this on the Ravelli tripod demonstration how to put this guy on here as well. AH, I believe it's called, so it has a flathead. So this is a flathead and it goes on to 
this flathead. Same thing as this. So these are about the same method of putting this on. And just screws on. And you make sure your other tripod's out of the way. Screws on like that. Come on, mate. Now there is one more move as you go under here and you screw in these bottom screws and they go into the head. Now because this head was made for this tripod, it has the three areas where, where, the, uh, where it goes in. This head doesn't. This is a different company, different head, so it doesn't have those. So if we look under here, we can see that it doesn't have any holes. So I think what you would do is you could still screw those holes and it would maybe lock in. I think the 500 did have one because it definitely has one under here. You screw a screw that locks this in here, locks the head on top. Right under here, there's a screw that goes under right here. It's under here. This. That's a, tr a tripod feature. If the head has what it needs to, you know, take the screw, it will accept it. But I think it would still just go against the metal and, and work. This, I think there is a hole in the tripod. To be honest, I just don't want to take the head off of the tripod because I just would rather not unscrew a head and then screw it back on just because it, you know, just excess stripping of the head of the screw. I'd rather not. So it's screwed on there. And then you would also, you know, screw underneath your tripod into this head. Again, then if I screw screws into this, then I'd feel bad and I wouldn't want to return it. And so far, this thing isn't really uh, living up to the hype. See right there, okay. See, it's already screwing off the tripod because I have to loosen the pan pan lock. All right, so let's reframe this and we shall see which one of these is better. But I know which one is. So now we're going to have some fun seeing how these pan and tilt. We're going to start with my old faithful just because I'm used to this thing. So, you know, we got it all locked off. Now this isn't really about the tripod. So maybe I'll just really quick brag. This can come up like this. This bottom part goes down, goes over like this. And you can do a nice little vertical, some vertical action. This is great because as a video shooter, it's really nice to have, you know, a video head that is sitting horizontal. And then if every now and then you want to just go vertical, you don't have to like, there's not really a way to do that on a fluid head, unless maybe Arca Swiss and you have like kind of a, a way to do that. But really, if you're having it on a fluid head, it's flat because it's locked into the plate. This is great because you can just flop it like that. And you, a lot of times I like to get vertical time lapses or even just like quick shots for reels and stuff. And in the end, if you get a full bleed shot, a full vertical shot, that's just going to be more crisp and better than a horizontal shot that you have to crop in, you know, so much to get it full bleed. So if you think you're going to get a cool little shot, you know, a little, say you're going to do a little pan of a little tree line, you can start over here, you're gonna pan, and you know it's gonna end up on an Instagram reel. You might as well shoot it vertical, then you have just so much more leeway with 
just color correcting it, detailing it some. You don't have to crop in a crop in so much and then do that stuff. So this thing's really great just as like kind of all in one. Then you pop this thing. It comes up. It goes down like that. So you get back to the bottom. The 055s are great too, as you can, this isn't the highest, but they go pretty high, even compared to some of the other similar Manfrotto's. You know, I'm almost six foot, 5'11", six foot. With Pokas, I'm about six foot. When I shoot straight on too, I kind of get a little too Halloween effect. I want to shoot a little bit above when I'm shooting myself. Like right now, I'm actually, the camera's kind of low. So, and it looks cockeyed. So there you go. Pre-production Travis blew it because it was a little cocky. We fixed it, now we're back to good, back to gold, baby. This does get just a perfect height for me because I can get it nice and high when I want, especially behind a crowd. It can go nice and high. These legs aren't up all the way. But if you really want it to be the most stable, you want to go all the way out, have this all the way down. So that's how you're going to do it a lot of times too. You know, this isn't the highest, but it, it goes to about here on me. And I'm, you know, 5'10", 5'11", with the Hoka's six foot, maybe even maybe even more. There's like two inch soles on under my feet right now. So in the end, I'd rather be a higher tripod than lower if you need it. Now, as you can see, you just turn this dial. This way is tightened. That's the tilt lock. Now it won't tilt. Unlock it. And really it's just like kind of a unlock and then it goes straight to the medium fluid head. The medium amount, I would say, in fluid head. But you can kind of tweak it where you just tighten it a little bit or maybe even just a little more and you can get some tension where it's kind of mimicking the effect of that. Now it's on the left side, which is great, right-handed. So I'm just, you know, I go like that. I want to lock it off. With a big enough camera that's counterbalanced properly and also the, the Achilles heel on both of these two is there's no counterbalance adjustment. So it's to kind of go like this and the camera stays. See how it goes like that? They have, that's supposed to happen. That's the counterbalance. That's recorrecting itself to a leveling spot. If you have the right counterbalance and you go like that or go anywhere, the camera will just stay and you won't have to lock it. When I put my A7S III and the Tamron 70 to 180 on here, it actually, I think, is the perfect amount of counterbalance. And if I have this just, maybe just a little, a little tighter than all the way loose, you can go like that and you can do the fun, the fun effects. But there is a medium drag and it's, requires some force to, you know, go up and down with this. But as you've probably known using other tripods that aren't fluent heads, etc., what you'll notice when you have non-fluid heads is you'll go to pan and it'll just be like floppy. You'll just, and you're, you're not gonna be able to like get like a smooth shot. That's why fluid in here, the resistance is really great because it actually kind of like pushes back so you're kind of pushing against something and actually it makes the shot a lot smoother. So this has a little pan lock in the back here. Just a little wheel that you turn, unturn. It's kind of nice. This, this is the best. This one, the tilt lock. The pan lock isn't as fun. It still works pretty good though. And you can do a similar thing where you just unloosen it. It's about a medium force of drag. You can tighten it and then it'll stop. If you just maybe like tighten it, but just 
take it back a teeny bit, you will get kind of like a makeshift more, more drag, less fluidity, but that is cheating. All right, let's go to the big brother now. This is the first time I'm doing this, so go easy on me. Have this pretty locked in. Now the tilt's already feels pretty nice. Oh, it's, well, the counterbalance is Now, it already wants to go back. It's weird. Already, maybe it's not the tripod legs aren't level, but they look level to me. I have a bubble that says it's level. It almost wants to stay back a little bit. Yeah, see, already having to tighten this and then, like, what's that? You gotta go over here and so this guy has the same thing as the 500 in terms of the lock for the tilt, which is this over here on the right. So it's on the right and on the left. So that won't let it go up and down. And then, oh man, even doing it with your right hand, you have to like reach around this thing. This thing, so this thing hits you. That's a big pain in the ass. So then the pan lock, where you lock to, like right now it's all like that. I don't want that to do it anymore. I go in here and I turn that. Now it's not doing it. That sucks too. Going like that. How are people's fingers even, <laughs> even be able to do this? That's, that's not doable. I can't do that. Like, all right, ready to stop locking? Nah, that, that's a no for me, dog. So you have the same things, but then you also have the fluid drag system adjustment. Now suppose you can hear this, it's like a crunchy sound. Let's see if it does it. I'm gonna put the mic against it. I'm not hearing it actually but it's definitely, feels like I'm breaking it. All right, so let's, let's unlock everything. So everything is unlocked. All the fluid drag is. All the fluid drags out. So as you can see, I can do this. We, that, that's, what I'm, that's what I wanted to have to be able to do as it looks cool. You're never ever gonna do this. When are you ever gonna take your camera and wanna like fly it in a circle? I don't know, I guess maybe in super slow-mo, but you're in the shot. Um, you know what though, the tilt, you know what happens? This thing has a ton of counterbalance. It's more than that. This has, I think, it's preset at 8.8 .8 pounds of counterbalance as you can see this. Watch this. See how much slower it is? It's not as springy. That is because this has a four pound counterbalance about. So it's kind of goes down slower because it's, it doesn't 
It's like, all right, it's like no big deal. This is like, oh, I need way more weight or I'm gonna come back down. If there's more on here, it'd come down a little slower. So, I mean, it's fun. Like that's, but seeing I'm already getting, there's a weird little clicking going on right there. Click, let me go like that, what is that? Let's see. Okay, now it went away. It was the tilt. When the tilt's not all the way, it kind of just rebounds. Ugh. So you can get a lot easier, easier drag, easier flow like that. Now, that is kind of nice, it's way more, I guess if you were just kind of like, oh, I don't even, I don't need to have the fluid, perfect fluidity on at all times, but then you're in the field, you know, you're like, oh, I want to get a nice, a nice, you know, pan or tilt, not just reset the shot. This, if it's, if you're resetting it, you got to go like that and then do all the crazy freaking things. Let's say you want to like go back to like a cool mode. Okay, I'm going to tighten this. He's always gonna tighten this. You see, it's getting confused by being on the tripod. So weird. Yeah, it's getting too confused. Oh, there we go. I heard it. I heard it. Definitely heard it. It was like a crunch. It's a crunching. That's kind of nice. So when you play with this a little more, you can kind of see where it, it could shine. It's a lot more springy. It's the 502 compared to the 500, it wants to spring into action. I don't know though, when you're in the field and you're just filming stuff, how often do you want to have to think about, all right, how exactly do I want this you know, this pan to be, do I want it to be, you know, a little more fluid than last time? Do you want it to have more resistance less? I mean, that's a lot to think about when you're already thinking about framing the shot, what angle you're gonna come out, etc. Um, yeah, I think now the next uh, thing we're gonna do is we're gonna put the A7 III onto, onto these. You may put the GH5 into another one and just have some cameras on them and see how they feel with the camera on them. All right, I'm really going above and beyond for you guys because I just took a look at the last test footage and I'm I'm sweating. It's uh, it's hard work comparing uh, fluid head tripods. This is not for the faint of heart. Now we're gonna put these cameras on here. Now, 
First, the 500. Uh, this has like my favorite tripod, like entering system ever. Like I said, just dropping it on the side, drop in, clicks in. See, that's out of the way. Turn that, you're in. Now to level the tripod, you go to where, where it'd be center. It's going forward, that means I put it back a little bit. Back a little more. Make sure the tripod's you know, set up. So, see it is too far forward. Bring it back some. Back some more. Good. It's flat. That means if it goes this way, it'll come back. It'll come back. It's not locked still. But, you know, say it was up here when I was leveling it, that means it's too top heavy. That's what's nice about having these tripod heads that can go back and forth. If it was just a clip-in, and then you couldn't go back and forth, you'd be kind of stuck with where that was on the tripod. So that's why you want a little bit of flexibility there. So tighten it off right there. You're good to go. So look at that, easy peasy. This guy, you gotta come from the back. There's also a tiny little thing you gotta push here. Get a push and it slides in. Okay, so now you're in. Well, no you're not. You have to tighten this thing right here. Now, this was out of the way. This thing, you know, if you're gonna uh, level the tripod, now you gotta loosen everything. When you, you loosen everything, so then you can see what it wants to do. Now, because it should just flop over, I don't know why it's not. See, I think the camera's so light, it doesn't know, it doesn't even know how to level it, because it's, so, it's such a light camera, and it's so below the counterbalance, I think. Oh yeah, I heard it, there, there was a cracking, cracking. Now, look at this, see? Remember this problem? That thing's in the way, you can't tighten this. In theory, you can like pull it out and then turn it and then tighten it, I guess. <laughs> but it does not work good. I mean, yeah, I, I, to be honest, I can't tighten it. I cannot get that thing on there. So I have to cheat right now. Push it all the way up and then tighten it. You know, now it's hanging halfway off the camera. I guess I could have this a little looser and then tighten it and do the little trick, but it really doesn't work that good. You pull it out, you turn it, but it turns the whole thing. Nah. The Ravley did that, that shit sucks. <laughs> that is not fun. I'd much rather take this thing, go like this, it's out. Look, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, it's in there. See, and because it, this one actually relies on the counterbalance more, or it being leveled more, it wants it wants to like show me where to go. This, you know, let's see how long it would take. All right, ready, go. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four Mississippi. No, I can't even do it. Five Mississippi, six. I guess it's on there. Yeah, like, all right, thanks. 
And look, it already wants the, okay, so it kind of wants the, well now it wants the balance because it's so far forward, so. But now, see, I can't, I can't bring it back because the lock, you can't bring it back. So, yeah, so that was just showing you how, how we put them on. So now let's show you just some demonstrations with the 500 MAH. This guy, just unlock, unlock, pan and tilt, you're in business. You are just smooth sailing. One setting, but it's good to me. Now, you know, you can raise it up. You can't throw it around like the other one can, which is a bummer. You can mimic the, that thing I was talking about. This is a very light camera. So I just have this a little tighter and because it's a little tighter, I'm holding the tripod. I can kind of do little moves like that. If I really want to have like a swish pan, you're never going to really do those moves. Really what you're going to do, be doing with tripods and filming is you're going to be filming something. It's going to be locked off. You're going to be filming it. They're gonna say, oh, now that guy's talking, you're gonna unlock, you're gonna go there, you're gonna lock. With that being what you're usually doing, this thing's very easy to use. Now, you could, you know, just have it looser, just tighter, if, you just, if you're like really traveling around and having it counterbalance perfectly, it would be kind of, these would be loose and you can just move it and it would stay. But because this doesn't have a counterbalance you could change, it can't really lock in like that unless there's enough weight on the camera. So I could add more weight and it could do it. Now let me show you the 502. Now as you can see, it actually is kind of set up nice right now where I, I don't mind that. No, it doesn't want to stay because this counterbalance is pretty big. There you go. But I mean, I have it, it's pretty locked. Like I have it just like that where it's, this is kind of locked. Let's, let's make this loose so the tilt's loose. See, now it doesn't want to do it. I was kind of curious about that. If it wanted to, if you had this locked and you had that, oh yeah. Now you can wail this around more, you know, that's kind of fun. Not gonna lie, that's, fun to do this. The issue is, so do you want to, do you care more about being able to change how resistant the drag is, or do you care about the hundred other things going on here that make this kind of a giant pain in the ass? You know, so say you have it super loose, which it is, and you want to like, so you're over here, it's locked off. Oh my God, the, <laughs> yeah, that's a handbreaker. So you could just have it, you know, locked and do a little, that's kind of nice because it's, but you see, it's, it's loose right now. So it moves easy, but that actually isn't the best for panning. So you're gonna like, if it's loose, you know, you're gonna start your pan. It's already gonna do one of those at the beginning and you're gonna, but it's a lot more in your control. 
when you have the fluid tighter, you see that that kind of that's kind of weird too in the like there's no buttons or like marks. So when you're changing the fluidity with this red big knob, it's kind of hard to know how, how it is. So you gotta kind of like test it. So watch here, I'm gonna go close. So we're gonna be able to hear this probably. Oh no, okay. Every now and then that does a little crackling that the internet says it was gonna do. You know what else? Like I said, this counterbalance. Oh, there we go. Okay. Because you can kind of what you can do when the counterbalance is too high, you can kind of do these cool little cheat tilt downs where you have it kind of tightened a little bit. And the camera, just due to the, the counterbalance, will kind of pull itself down. So, say you had a little tilt down from up here, you went like this, and then you just wanted to do it, you could almost just let the camera do it. It's realigning itself. When it's really loose though, it'll just go like this. It'll go quick. So if you shoot at a high frame rate, that could be kind of cool. You know, you do, I've, I've experimented with that. You do quick ones like that. See, another hot tip with tripods is I don't like to keep my cameras on the tripod when they're not in use because it's an ancient no-no from film school. You want to take your camera off the tripod put on a nice safe service over somewhere. Really easy with the, the 500. With this, because I like to keep it off the tripod, I'm gonna have to do that every time. It's not fun. The controls, which are nice, but then they just add another level of, of complexity. All right guys, now we've kind of went through all the logistics, how these work. Uh, you've probably seen what I Think about them, which one I like. I know I'm a little biased maybe because I've actually owned the 500 for a while. This one I'm just testing out to see if I like it or if I'm gonna just keep another 500. Actually, I think the verdict's out even for the actual filming tests. Uh, yeah, let's knock out some of these filming tests, which probably shouldn't have waited till the end of this super long video, but hey, I guess you had to watch this long. Sucks to be you. We're trying a hack from our boy Matt Spa because the Tripod Trilogy really went into a bunch of great details that I helped me make some of my tripod purchases in the past. He said he turned this the other way. He screwed this on the right. So there. You know what's funny, this also fixes the, uh, that thing being an issue. Yeah. Murphy's all went into effect. The camera, my tripod broke. I just need to tighten that thing, I think. Yeah. Murphy's Law has stuck its, his head uh, in again. So, oh wow. <laughs> See, his little hack. Actually, it's pretty sweet. Because now I have it on the right side, 502. The left's where I want it. The pan's a little better. Pan's a lot better. 
Wow, it's funny how that instantly made it like a lot better. <laughs> now, can't really get the arm as proper because the fluid had things kind of in the way. Now you can kind of, you basically can. You can get it kind of near there. Oh yeah. So you can get the arm kind of right where it would be, kind of. It's a little shorter and different, but it's it's doable. So this actually makes it a lot more fun. Now you know it's all the dials are in the right place. I have the left side here. The this thing, the little pan locks a lot easier. I don't know why they didn't just do it like this. So this is, yeah. And I'm like, okay, maybe this thing is cool. Oh wait, it wants the, oh, there we go. Yeah, when you, when you do this hack, it actually is pretty great. So I'm gonna leave this hack on and let's do some some tests. First, we have the 500 with the A7S 3 Now this is just a tilt down of the snowboard. Pretty zoomed in. Got the autofocus on. I have it pretty, have it loose. Tapping autofocus as we go. Not too bad. Now watch, I can kind of do my cheating. Now this is the cheat, cheat tilt back up. See, I have no hands on the tripod and I'm literally just, oh, I went a little faster, but I'm just controlling it with the tilt lock. But you know, if you practiced, you could get it pretty good. With a little help of your, your hand, Works pretty great. So, one more time, let's do this, the, both of these, the drums, the Amazon box, the keyboard and all this, we'll go from bottom to up. And right now everything's pretty loose, it's just regular, all me, ready, and action. Tilting up, tilt over, and we'll zoom in. Then we wanna lock it, I'm locked. Unlock, see it stays. It's kind of going down a little bit. See, that's why that's nice too, is when you're doing this maybe zooms while you're filming, which aren't, you know, it's a little taboo, but you, you'll do it more than you think. Having your left hand available to do that, and then when you stop, and then the lock right there on your left is great. Now let's try a little pan action. We'll do the same thing, and action. Speed it up, go back. Stop on the top of the base head. Right there. It's locked off. Unlock it, zoom out, and we're back. So, it's a quick, quick little test there. Let's go to another area of the room and do one more be a little more of an extreme test. So as you can see, we're looking at the tripods right here. 
we are going to do a tilt up from this tripod leg, nice and slow. And we're gonna have everything, we have the pan locked off, so I'm gonna get nice and just make sure it's there, okay? So we have the pan locked off and the tilt is unlocked. Now here's where you can kind of like, if it's all the way loose and you're just going nice and slow, Up at the top of the camera. Very nice, and I locked it off. Oh, see, I didn't lock it good enough. You really, you really want to lock them down. Now that was pretty good because you saw how even right now, like I'm focused on the lens, and now I'm focused on the Sony sign, back and forth. There's a pretty small depth of field. I'm at 2.8, so I, did, I think I did pretty good. Now. Watch when, when, watch how I do my little cheat move, and if I tighten it up a little bit, the, the little tilt, I can kind of do this cool little cheat where I just let the counterbalance kind of work itself out. So I'm letting go. This is all the camera doing this. Ready, action. Now see, it's kind of getting held up. It like looks a little more. Ready, action. Well, it's going a little fast, but you can see how if I help it there, now I'm helping it. And then because it went back down, I didn't, I didn't crack it off. Now if I have it locked enough, so basically the tension's kind of going more so than the fluidity, I can use a little more force. And I'm not gonna lock it off, we'll do it. See? Undo the lock and it'll spring down a little bit. Cause now it's re-leveling. So, there's center. So, you know, you can always use that kind of, I could have it up here a little bit. So I'm gonna do that. Ready, action. You can drop it and just lock it right out there. So the pan and tilt lock on the 500 end up being kind of like little makeshift fluidity devices because they do a good job of just the tension control, which is basically on any normal tripod, you would have these controls, but it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be as like good essentially. Like this has fluid control and then with these tension locks, you know, unlock it, makes it really nice. All right, let's try some of these tests with the 502. So now we have the trusty 502 ready for action. Let's try these uh, tests. So we'll do the snowboard one. So already it's a little kind of wobbly. Let's, right away, you don't get, you don't get as nice of a first, first move. I'm gonna try to mimic the same fluidity at first. I think I got it, so let's go up here, and, act, and action, action. Alright, so it's actually pretty nice, that was pretty nice, we'll lock it off, 
I'll take that. And do one more, leave them bottom up. And action. So a little sticky, a little sticky at the top. A little sticky at the top. Oh, you know why? That counterbalance, that's why. But because of the counterbalance, when I was getting towards the top, the resistance wants to spring back. Oh, there we go, it kind of stops. Oh, a little springy. So it wants to spring back when you go too far up. Ooh, the bottom spring, it really wants to spring back. Now how you avoid that as you go down, tighten. Let's try a pan. So we have the tilt is locked, pan is pretty open, the drag is pretty loose actually. See, here's when it's loose. This is what it looks like. It's a lot harder to kind of make it perfect. You want some of that drag, which I'm turning on right now. Now the drag's on. It's a little more than the, that looks good. You see how there's more drag, it ends up being a little easier for a nice smooth pan. I would say panning's easier than tilting. Cause you're just kinda, there's also a pretty zoomed out shot. So if you zoomed in, let's get in. Let's down. Very nice. I unlocked it there, that's why I did that. So, all right, let's do a tripod test. Now on this Frodo. So we'll follow the leg up. All right, and action. We'll go to the camera and lock it off. All right, very nice. I'm gonna unlock and see what happens. Oh, it's staying, okay. The tilt when it's not fluid, it's just like air, eh. which I mean, that's the point, but you tighten it. It's kind of difficult to know where you're at like just grabbing it quickly and messing with it. So, like you can get some nice shots. We'll go from the camera down to the keyboard. Camera, maybe zoom in some. Keyboard, lock it off. All right. We want the fluidity tighter, I'm tightening the fluidity. Let's try to do the same thing we do with my camera and or the other tri the other 500 and let it just kind of come up by itself. All right. Yeah.
lock it off right there. So that was a pretty deep dive, I would say, into these two fluid heads by Manfrotto. They are both great. I'm actually starting to really enjoy the 502 a little more. Um, at the end of this review slash testing, I am not really sure what I'm gonna do anymore. It is kind of fun to use in the mess with the drag and all that. At the same time, just grabbing this and just knowing what it's gonna do is kind of nice. There's a couple of little just things like with that head nonsense and just the clip in. So in the end, I don't think I would want necessarily this and the 502. Like now it's like, oh, should I just keep the 502 as a head for this big bulky old tripod, which seems to be breaking as we're filming the video or, you know, not spend money that I don't need to. And as you see this, the, literally the tripod's breaking right now. So maybe that means it's time to go as this is falling over. So appreciate everyone tuning in to this hero's journey. Hopefully these tests of these fluid heads helped you make your decision for the 502 or the 500. I think in the end, I do like the 500 a little more. It's a little more simple. It's smaller. The 502 is literally bigger than my a7S III with the Tamron, a 20, Tamron 28 to 75. The fluid head is literally bigger than the camera. So as my camera continues, continues to fall and the review will probably end in a thousands of dollars of equipment damage, I appreciate everyone tuning in to another Hero's Journey. Till next time, peace. But wait, there's more. So found the last unfortunate Achilles heel with the 502. I don't know if this is my model or what, but watch this. So um, we're pretty much locked. Watch where that is. It's kind of towards the bottom. Come up, come down. And moved. So you're locked off. You know, you're locked off. And then you're unlocked a little bit. Going somewhere else. Watch. It moved. See? It's not supposed to happen, because watch this. Locked. Right now, go up here. Kind of locked. Unlock a little. See, that's not moving at all. That's saying right there. Because that's because it wants to, you want to keep the same around the same spot if you just kind of had it pretty tight, loosened up a little. If it loosens, then you kind of don't know how much it loosened, so then you're gonna have to tighten it more than you thought. So this is a this is a big no-no. Tight. You know, I don't want to do it too crazy, but watch, if it's pretty tight, it'll, it'll see it popped up. Tight. That's pretty crazy, right? It shouldn't do that. Even when this is locked and I kind of force it, it won't move. So, 502, I don't know. Yeah, thanks again for watching y'all. That was a last edition. They're all very beautiful though and I'm just kind of hating 
but thanks for tuning in again. The deepest dive into two fluid heads you have ever seen on the internet. You're welcome. Peace.